Hi, it's M. Tonight, I want to stay in the present. And in light of the impending Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow, I, I want to talk about love. Not just love. The act of losing sight of love. Of settling in. And I'm going to say something that may be some people listening might find offensive, maybe controversial, maybe not, but here goes. In my opinion, having been on both sides of the fence, having spent the past year and a half watching looking, listening, learning, and growing. (laughs) I formed the opinion that maybe, quite possibly, people who have been divorced have better insight into love than those who haven't. Now before you get upset, before you vehemently disagree with me, let me explain. But first, I want to share with you a comment that Mike, my friend that I speak of often, my faithful, exuberant listener, said to me once in a serious conversation with others about finding love. And what he said, both rang true with me and bothered me. Because it wasn't where I wanted to stay. So what did he say? Here's what he said. He said, talking about he and I, when you get to be our age, you figure out there's just something wrong with you. There's something wrong with people like us. And I think what he meant was that because we had tried and failed, somehow the fault was ours, or if it was ours, 
It was somehow an unremovable fault, a distinctive part of who we were, somehow fatally flawed in the area of loving another human being or accepting love from another human being. So why do I say that I have formed the opinion that those who have been divorced have a greater insight into love? Now keep in mind when I say those who have been divorced, I'm not talking about those who leave what they have in order to grasp another because they're younger, prettier, more handsome, richer, whatever. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those who have been hurt or damaged by another. And as a result, as a result, sorry, of this damage and hurt, a marriage ended. Here's what I've been watching, listening to, learning. When you have an abundance of something, it becomes normal at times mundane, overlooked. When the market is flooded, value goes down. You see what I'm saying? When you have an abundance of love, If you're not intentional about guarding it, you tend to devalue it. Here's what I've been watching. People that I know who are married and who I believe genuinely love their spouses and vice versa. At least they tell me they do. And yet, I don't see the twinkle in their eye when they talk about the one they love. 
I don't hear it in the words they use to describe their life with the ones they say they love. And at times, their conversations make me glad that I'm single. And they tend to help me solidify a thought of walling myself in and remaining that way. Because their conversations reiterate my negative notion that love between human beings doesn't really exist. And I'm sorry if you're listening and this hurts your feelings. It's not intended to hurt anyone. It is intended, however, to be a warning or a reminder. You see, in your vows somewhere, you uttered the word cherish. Which is different than love. And while you promise to do that too, cherish takes on a whole new meaning. And yet, how often do we see married people who truly cherish the one they're married to? And sure, we can always offer the excuse that, well, life, it's just life. I love them, but life. My response to that is, I compare love to the love that Jesus Christ offers me. And so if you tell me that's normal for love, well then suddenly I have a picture of a Christ who some days cherishes me and others says, eh, it's life, you know? It's just, it's just life. But I know he doesn't do that. He cherishes me every second of every day. Not because I need or demand to be cher cherished, but because he can't help it. Because he loves me so much. He must cherish me. There's a need, a drive in him to love me in that way. (laughs) 
So then why would I say that divorced people quite possibly have a better, better handle on love than people who haven't been divorced? Because it seems counterintuitive, right? Here's why. Because those who have been divorced because of the actions of another that have caused hurt and damage and pain, they loved someone. Not just loved, they loved someone enough to keep trying. They tried to love, but instead, somewhere along the way, they realized, whether it was very early on or late, that they we're living without it. But they knew that they wanted and needed it. Maybe not from that person. But at some point they realize that they need to love another. And they want desperately to be cherished by someone. They were reminded that love isn't mundane. isn't normal and then the market is not flooded with it they've instead realized that it is rare so rare that only a lucky few find it Maybe I'm wrong. But from what I've seen over the past year and a half, I don't think I am. We need to learn to listen to those vows. We need to stop and cherish the love that's in our life. <clears throat> Whether that's the love of a friend, 
husband, a wife, a child, a parent. Love should be cherished. Then again, maybe these are just the ramblings of a broken woman. Who's to say? But I think it's something worthy of taking the time to think about and evaluate. Some of us tried to love someone as best we could. Who was more broken than our love could heal? Some of us tried to love someone as best we could who didn't believe in love who spit on love and we're out here today and we're watching you husbands and wives As you speak ill of those you promised to cherish, as you live lies of neglect and settling as though the market were flooded with love. And it encourages us to build bigger walls around our hearts so that we don't ever have to suffer the pain again. But we know that we can't live in a world where our hearts are walled in and disconnected. And so we continue to hope and we at times within ourselves are at war with what we want and need and what we're afraid of happening again. So if you're married, I ask you, show us something different. 
Renew our hope. And if you aren't married, if you, like me, attempted to love someone who was broken beyond your power to help, I understand where you are. I get it. Anyway, that's enough for tonight. This is M signing off for now. Good night. Oh, wait. I can't leave you yet. I haven't found a positive. What is my positive? Here it is. My positive is that there's a tiny part of my heart that refuses to give up hope in love no matter how much I try to extinguish it it just won't die and that's a positive what's my positive? I know how valuable love is and how rare it truly is. So when I see it, when I receive it from another, when I'm allowed to give it, I'm determined to cherish it. No matter the form it comes in, whether that's friendship, relationship, husband, father, mother, child, sister, brother, 
whatever form it comes in. It will be cherished. Because I've lived enough of life. without love. I know it's out there. And I know that I have it now. I see it. I recognize it. And I'm going to cherish it. And if it took hard life lessons for me to get here, for those walls that I built up so long ago to be brought down so that I could love and be loved, then I don't regret a day. Good night.